0: Yet another multiverse movie to talk about today, as well as a trailer for a beloved sci-fi series. Well, an animated version of a beloved sci-fi series.
1: All of that and more on today's episode of Breaking Geek Radio. Hello and welcome to Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast of Online and the Journalist Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brandon Jones. I don't know where I'm right now. I'm in a white room. It's kind of scary. Uh, and it it we're here like to you're talk about to give those a things. speech to a bunch of
2: cadets and send them off to fight some bug aliens or
1: something i'm gonna gonna talk to people about the timeline
2: oh okay uh, hey hey, jonesy when when you set that camera down tilt it up a little bit your your crop is different on this uh camera than what you're normally on yeah that'll work thank you
1: yeah all right so
2: yeah we're here to talk about those things that jammer mentioned we're gonna have a
1: conversation about the flash we're also gonna have a conversation about babylon 5 one of my favorite franchises of all time so let's just jump into it you guys ready Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. So I'm here with Joseph Jammer Medina and some Danny K. Bartlett's gents. How y'all doing?
3: Very good. I've had a fun day at the movies, Jonesy. I've had a fun time at the movies today. Mm,
0: okay. <laughs> Sounds like
1: somebody really
3: enjoyed the flash. <laughs> it's be I can't fun tell
0: if he's being sarcastic or not. No,
3: no sarcasm. This no, I, is think the god- I think he's
0: serious. Oh, okay. okay. Interesting. That, that's a uh, genuine day. I, I feel the need to, to come in. I'm like, I feel like... For me, this movie is uh, coming oh, at a, oh, whoa. a very vulnerable place. This is—I've had a week. What are you doing? I've had what are you doing? a week. I'm not ready for a like, toot. I'm not ready for your I didn't toot. I am w- not ready for your toot i did not say I wasn't going <laughs> to toot anything yet. I wasn't going <laughs> to. Oh, I wasn't was going nice. to
2: mastodon <laughs> anything. That definitely sounded. I was just to me. That yeah, sounded oh like God. a toot, man. Right. I'm sorry. Go
0: ahead. It
1: came. You, you're vulnerable. You and your croissant. Well, you I'm asked sorry, how you
0: my week was. was.
1: Oh, I. See. It wasn't great. I said how are you doing. It wasn't great. I didn't ask how your week was. I just said how you doing. But sure. Oh, okay.
0: It's for I
1: don't, you know, it's I'm like people are like, great. Hey, how you doing? They don't really care how you're doing. It's like, I'm just All saying. Right. It
0: <laughs> well, I'm trying to lay the foundation for the review shit. and my reasoning and like the, 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 the place that I'm at because unfortunately it's one of those situations where it's probably going to influence my perspective a bit. And I felt it in the theaters. That's it. I'm done. Oh, no, I'm that's done. That's it? Oh, okay. That, that, wasn't, you know that, that wasn't the, the-
1: master. That wasn't the two. That was that wasn't the two. All right, all right. So we're gonna have a conversation about the Flash right now. This is funny because when I started my research for the film, the Flash had a 69% with the critics and a 95 with the audience. Nice. It has since dropped to a 66% and an 87%. So that's critics so versus audience score. Uh, it's still fresh, but it is interesting to watch uh, as we get closer and closer to the weekend how it has dropped. Uh, this film is being hailed as one of the best DC films in recent years. It's a bar so low that even Mephisto is currently holding it, right? So let's find out how we felt. What? Why are you making that face, Mephisto? Hell, like it's it's a hell reference. It's, I get it. What, it's, you,
0: make... it's, you could have said the devil, but I guess you know yeah. Mephisto's not I like Mephisto.
1: Danny's, guy. Danny's, here. Danny's here. Danny's here, and I had to mention Mephisto. That's really what you it had was to started. ruin my
3: day, didn't you? You had to. I
1: did because you said you had to watch
0: WandaVision.
1: That's right. Um, <laughs> so let's jump into it. Uh, Jammer, would you like to toot now so we can hear about how depressing your – or whatever. Like, I don't know. You go.
0: Sure. The Flash is a fun time at the movies in spite of a a little bit of a wonky script and sloppy filmmaking. But it still happens to be pretty good. So I had a I had a good time. It's a nice piece of escapism from your everyday life and I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, I don't know if do you want to get letter grade now or later. Let's hear it. Uh, I think I'd probably give it a B minus or a B. So let's go B. Let's give it a B.
1: Okay. All right. So Danny, who has had a really good time at the movie theater let's hear it. what's your what's what your I did
3: i did i really enjoyed this this is definitely a fun time of the movies and it is in my top three i can't Ooh. quite get the order right yet the top three of should we call it the zyder the Night that zyder, zyder, the zyder? Zyderverse movies yeah are we still calling it is he part of one of those i'd say it's part D-C-E-U. of his
0: you you can still call D-C-E-U. it bceu
3: yeah, that one. I think it's in my top three. I can't quite get the the order just right yet. It's super fun. I enjoyed it immensely, much more again than I thought it would. What are the other two? It. Yeah. Well, I can't Man of Steel, but this is much more fun than the Man of Steel. A Man of Steel is okay. a great film, I think, but it's not as it's not as fun as this. And the other one would be Aquaman. But dude, before anyone says anything, the bar's not that high, remember? But Aquaman was definitely. Uh, one of the better ones of the ones we've had so far. So I think it's up there in top 3. I enjoyed I think, it. Yeah, super fun.
0: I think the DCEU has had some good movies. People, like I'm thinking between uh what's it called? Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League.
1: Uh I did doesn't like count. Man of Steel.
0: How does that doesn't not count?
1: It doesn't I mean, it's count. It's like a No, because – so the reason why I say it doesn't count, it is a film that took years after the fact with all the consideration and criticism and opportunity to – It's still a part of the DCEU. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But this is like like if you got a shitty grade on the test and I was like, all right, I'm going to let you redo the test. Uh, Yeah, you get to reset the test. Like I I hear what you're saying. Fair. All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm still, thinking, I, that, I'm still uh, thinking that I'm still thinking The Suicide Squad uh, I'm like also thinking Squad. Birds of Prey which I enjoy um, there are a couple other movies Shazam I like
3: yeah Shazam. all fun films the bar's not that high but I don't think I, and I didn't even think of Suicide Squad as being part of this universe to be honest with you but yep yeah, that was more of a fun one but yeah anyway a B for me Jonesy before we go tooting too much tooting it's a B for me as well I've got to enjoy I did enjoy it a lot more than Transformers, and I did enjoy Transformer bots recently, the rise of the animal ones. So there you go. B for me. Okay. Rise of the animal Uh, ones. (laughs) So
1: I came in feeling about the same as Jammer. So you guys have seen my toot already. Uh if expectations are the thief of joy, then you know James Gunn, David Zaslav, uh Tom Cruise, and even to some respect, who's the other one? There was somebody else in there. Oh, Stephen King. These guys were setting us up right, for a big theft uh, because they came in talking about how great the film is. Um, there was a discussion how Tom Cruise called the team behind it and supposedly gushed over the film for 15 minutes. Uh, Stephen King talked about how fantastic it was. James Gunn said it's one of the best comic books. I was like, you motherfuckers are drinking Drano. Um, it's not <laughs> a bad movie, but they kind of expect you, they want you thinking that you're going to walk out with the Dark Knight. And it's better than their their batting average, but it's not fantastic. And so for me, I'm gonna come in with a B minus. Um, there's some things I just struggled with. It's not a bad film, but there are things that just I I I struggled with. And we're gonna talk about that a little bit in a minute.
2: Can um, I can so, I ask a question? Does it feel like what I, is since, your you, since you guys saw it? Does it feel like the stuff Jonesy was just talking about? Does it feel like that was to uh Help cover the alleged three hundred and thirty million dollar budget.
1: Let me talk to you about this. Let me let me answer your question. I can tell you something.
2: Twenty twenty two. I couldn't could comprehend
1: the question.
2: What was the question?
0: Twenty
1: twenty two. The question. He's trying to say he's he's asking whether or not the things that they're saying are to try basically obscure the fact that they spend so much money on this and get people in butts and seats uh, to see this. What things are you so, talking why, about? They're trying to say. The things did, that David Zaslav said, yeah, how having fantastic! All, well, Stephen, Stephen King, King talking how, about the Flash. What the Henry Cavill? Well, the reason why Stephen King makes sense, right? Because who directed it and it too? That's true. Shit, shit so shit so like that's him. Right? Co- that's From coming that point, in doing the yeah, yeah, boy yeah. good, good
2: point. Exactly. And so same thing.
1: I'll I'll say this. 2022. What was the word of the year for Merriam-Webster? Gaslighting. All right. So. That's what this was to me. And that's part of the reason why this film isn't higher. I think they would have been better off letting someone like me go in and enjoy it for what it was worth versus trying to not only obscure the budget, but also Ezra Miller's issues. So we've got like a one-two punch that they're trying to come in and, hey, pay no attention to this other shit over here. This is this. And there's something that you just made me think of before we get into spoilers. Fuck it. It is interesting to me again. So part of what's not in my notes that I shared with you guys, I only just thought of in this one second because of Kyle's question. It's fascinating to me that they got rid of fat girl because of how bad it was, but kept this because of how fantastic it was. This is not a fantastic movie, not by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, it's a fun one, but it just makes me wonder about their motivations even more. Like I just, I believe them even less. So that
0: said, I have uh, let's jump in the thoughts on What's that up? as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I want, want to, to do it now it or you want to do it when we get into spoilers? I think no, we'll do it. Again, we get into spoilers because I think, I think I understand it. I think watching this movie, it kind of potentially enlightens at least one key decision that's been made recently with regards to the DC universe that I'm intrigued your about your thoughts on, but we'll, we'll okay. delve into that later.
1: Let's do it. Let's jump into spoilers. Uh, Danny, your
3: be wait, wait. Spoiler... Oh,
0: Yeah, spoilers. It is spoilers time. I was like, we need to review the movie, but we did. Never mind.
1: Go ahead. <laughs>
0: Danny, Damn it.
3: what have you been eating?
1: Apparently, the croissant was laced. <laughs> Apparently. Danny, let me know why you enjoyed this movie so much. Talk to me.
3: I honestly think it was because... It seemed to me that everybody that was involved in this was actually having a good time with it. I I mean, you mentioned that you found some story elements or was it script elements that you weren't quite keen on? I actually found the the humor in it actually pretty good. I found the balance between action, fun, and creating some sort of uh, drama, making me care about the characters that were in the movie. And I guess it's because I was a little bit worried going in and all of my worries were put at ease. So I guess there's a little bit of that, okay, this is actually pretty good. But I enjoyed the balance between caring about the characters, whether they live or die, the actual fun, the comedy side of it, I don't think was overplayed too much. I think it had the right balance. And I enjoyed the action set pieces. Because one of the main worries for me with all the multiverse stuff is that, well, if this character is just going to exist somewhere else and we're going to see him again, why should I care if they live or die? And I actually felt that everyone that was there on screen, I, I actually cared about whether they lived or died, even though I knew that, you know, we'd possibly see them again in five minutes or in five years time at some point. So I found that balance to me was was done really well, was made really well with the script. Uh, yeah, the story was was pretty rope, but. That's why I enjoyed it so much. The balance was great for me. That, that, and I guess my standards weren't you know my bar wasn't set that high going in, but I'm happy that they uh, they didn't. <laughs> shot. Yeah, I'm, it's, My expectations were exceeded, and that made me happy to spend the over two hours in the movie itself. So yeah, I think it was the yeah, balance: two and buddy. Half I, hours. The balance quite right. I think they, they got it right <laughs> for me, and I enjoyed those two hours.
0: Okay. Yeah. It, for me, it, it didn't feel long. It didn't feel, I didn't feel those two plus hours. Like it went by pretty quickly. My biggest problem in a flash, uh, I
3: think, did it go past in a flash? It was right there. <laughs> it was right there. <laughs> uh,
0: it went by in a quicksilver and it was, it was very much, it was very much, uh, For me, the biggest problem was, I think, in the script. I think one microcosm of how I felt about the script was a specific line or a specific series of lines when he was having a conversation with Iris West in his apartment. And he explained something in a really wonky way. And I was like, why would you say it like that? And then she responded, is that why you went into this? And I was like, oh, he said it so she could set up that line, and I had several moments like that where it just felt like it was written to set things up, and it didn't feel natural. Um, there was another moment like that where I feel like when when what's his name when, when what's his name Barry Young Barry, uh, was being really annoying, which is a good chunk of the movie, um, and the, the old Barry kind of snapped on him i felt like they were missing a couple of lines leading up to it it felt yes. very unnatural it felt like yes this was a clo- this was close to the right moment for it to happen but they needed more lines to get there and i felt like there was a lot Before of that, that throughout the movie where there there wasn't enough segue between what you say and a specific reaction like it was close but it wasn't quite right to the point where it just felt Awkwardly directed, and I can't tell if it was a script issue or a director issue at this point. Probably a mix it's of it's a script both,
1: issue. To be perfectly honest. I think it's a scene issue. Um, yeah. I'm I would not be surprised if there was a, a deleted scene issue. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but
0: no, but I mean, that was like the biggest thing where there, there are parts where it just feels kind of like layered in on each other in a bit of an awkward way. Between the I, I'm a One Piece fan, so as a One Piece fan, I'm used to really high highs of comedy followed by really dark moments and vice versa. But this movie just felt like it was Frankenstein together a little bit. And I think that also, uh, comes to the weaker filmmaking. And I want to put this in air quotes in a couple of ways, because I think a lot of it had to do a do with the blocking, um, and the way it was set up. B the poor overworked VFX artists. You know, for me, I, I don't really, uh, it doesn't really, it didn't lower the movie for me generally. It doesn't lower a movie for me generally when there are VFX issues, but it felt so pervasive throughout this movie that it just genuinely felt like a filmmaking issue. Now, I want to make sure I clarify. I think it's clear when he's in the Speed Force, that is a style. But outside of the Speed Force, there are still lots of VFX issues that I think do distract, especially with some of the... uh, What's it called? Facial, what's it called? Uh, replacement they do for young Barry Allen. Yeah, especially near the end. And I wonder some of them. Like I wonder that was when you know, what's his name was gallivanting, offset doing things where they had to come in and somehow do a CG face for no reason. I I mean I, I that's neither here nor there with regards to this review, but it uh it just felt kind of unfinished. On many levels. Um, and that kind of took me out of it a bit. I this, still think it's a fun movie? story. fun am oh, sorry. Fun story, fun movie, but it it has its problems, both on a storytelling and a filmmaking level.
2: Is it wrong to um, think about the fact that this movie was once supposed to be out in like 2018, 2019, when you're talking about unfinished product, Jammer? I mean, does that hold now, any weight? No, I think... Th- no, because
0: a that they went through a million script revisions. So it's not like it was just sitting there and got made between 2016 and now. It got delayed, delayed, delayed because they didn't have a script to work with until a couple of years ago. So that wouldn't add to any strength in filmmaking at all. Um, but either way, I think this is still fun movie. I had some issues with it, but I actually am curious to talk a little bit about the DC universe and what this means for the DC universe, because James Gunn specifically said this resets the DC universe. And they even kind of made a justification for what happens at the very, very end or for the yeah. Aquaman by having Aquaman essentially be mostly consistent, except for the timeline that yeah. Barry went back to where he didn't exist at all. But in yeah. every other moment, I guess he's consistent, whatever that means. Um, oh, speaking of timelines, I like their timeline explanation. I thought that was fun. I really liked that. The the, so spaghetti, the spaghetti? That yeah. was cool, because I remember thinking, like, how does this, I wonder if they're probably not going to explain it, and they did, and I was like, word. Okay, I'm on board with that. I like that explanation. That's a cool, That's that. a cool yep. explanation. You know what I really
1: liked about that? Okay, so whose explanation was better, Bruce Banner's or Bruce Wayne's? Bruce, Bruce Wayne's. Wayne's. Okay. I liked Bruce Wayne's most. I didn't understand Bruce Banner's. Banners. It's a lot of fun. Somebody peed on themselves. Yeah. Either it's all a solid joke or nothing is. Um, you done? Still going? Got more?
0: I, I have other things, but we'll talk about this timeline thing now, since you have that chart in the back that I'm sure you want to use. No, I don't. It's
1: just there. Oh, okay. It's just garnish. It's just garnish. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I, so for me, some of the things that you pointed out are things that I that stuck out to me. So script issues where, I got the feeling that we were supposed to feel that Barry was a little bit more annoying to other people than what they portrayed. Because by the time we do get to that scene where he snaps on younger Barry, he says like, oh, I get what people mean. But up until that point, we'd only been presented with like his annoying coworkers and it was somebody and his annoying boss. And maybe it's because Mm. we were more in his point of view, but that felt Incorrect to me. We needed a moment where Bruce is like Barry, what the fuck are you doing? Alfred's like Barry, what the fuck are you doing? And that would have kind of made that make. More I think. Sense. I think it's a
0: funnier throwaway line, personally, because I always got the impression that this Barry really isn't our Barry at all. Like maybe there's some minor characteristics, but overall he's a very different person because he grew up with both. He grew up with both parents, so he is a lot more
1: immature. He I isn't know. the same yes. person at all. He's not the same person, but I feel like listening to, I, older Barry also recognized that he is annoying to people. And he even said, like, I understand Mm -hmm. what people mean. And so from that perspective, I needed to see that. That's just, that's just me. Um, For me, I get what you're saying about the stuff that happens in the speed ball or speed bowl, the time bowl. What was it called? Um, the Chrono Bowl. No, Chrono Bowl. The, the Bowl. Oh, yeah, they did give it a name, didn't they? They did. I get that that is supposed to be a stylistic choice. Some I choices think it's an ugly one. It is a horrific fucking choice, especially for this reason. This reason mostly is because there's a lot of emotion you're supposed to feel in those moments. And I'm mm. wholly distracted by these PS2 level graphics while this is going on. And then you show me this ugly, incredible Christopher Reeve. And so it just completely takes me out of this moment. Um, I, I'm fair. sorry, I can't think of her name, but the the young woman that played Superwoman or Supergirl. Okay. So I'm taking, no, 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 no. Supergirl. Oh, the old, Reeve old one. In the, yeah. In the cross
3: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm presented with that. I'm presented with Christopher Reeve. I'm presented with a, a Nicolas Cage. Like I know what Nicolas Cage looks like. Currently, and it's just, and I get that it's it's a stylistic choice, but it takes me out of this moment where you're telling me that essentially the universe is collapsing and the timelines are collapsing in on each other. And I'm supposed to feel some sense of urgency, but all I'm thinking is like, fuck, like this is, this is terrible. Helen Slater. Thank you, Kyle. The name of the woman who played uh, old school um, Supergirl. Now, all of that said, there are things i liked about this movie i'm on board with danny with some of the comedy for me i think the physical comedy played better than the spoken word comedy i laughed more like when he was trying to run when he lost his powers i laughed more when he ran into the wall i laughed more <laughs> when bruce was kicking his ass now there were a couple of other things there were a couple exceptions to that like when young Barry was like i thought this was the cousin's dinner like I I burst out laughing when they were sitting there with Bruce Wayne talking about the cousins dinner. Um,
0: I also liked his but, roommates. His roommates were fun. Just to incorporate them and in, to make that scene
1: chaotic, I thought it was funny. I could I I could see why you would say that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I <don't, laughs> didn't. I, don't I could feel feel that disagree. was see that. One. Yeah, I don't really agree. I I like the more the the some of the visual gags too, that just the 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 sheet covering the Batmobile covered in bat shit and the fact that the bat wing was upside down hanging from the ceiling, stuff like that. The attention to detail that was both, you know, a real good ooh, ooh. a pleasure to see with the attention to detail, but also with the um uh, the the nods and winks, but it was done in a fun way. I think that showed some care in in what they were dealing with. Uh, so that I get, I enjoyed that visual comedy as well as much as I did the verbal and the physical, like you just said. I like that attention to detail. I was laughing and smiling in those bits as well as the actual bits that were more physically, visually, uh, uh, sorry, orally comedic i like that stuff i think old. the black what speech
1: the black speech with the ring was the part that i laughed the hardest at like when he gave him the flash ring and he started using the <laughs> black speech from lord of the rings that was fucking fantastic <laughs> jammer i don't remember yet. that so when he gives him the flash ring and he's like you you need the suit he to gives change. him the ring he yes. puts in his hand and he's like, oh like i did he, not notice that I oh that. god i laughed so hard um but uh,
0: no, one little funny touch, what time travel thing I noticed in the background out of focus of one of the shots was a Looney Tunes wallpaper and tunes was spelled T-O-O-N-S instead of T-U-N-S. Oh, nice.
1: That's cute. I didn't notice that. Um, I there was one other thing I was going to tell you guys. Oh, I just a quick question for you guys. So given that Eric Stoltz replaced Marty McFly. Do you think that they changed everything about this universe? And I was going to ask you guys about the Lord of the Rings thing. I thought it was more obvious and more prevalent. So I'm not going to do that now Uh, because I listed for you guys all of the other actors that were up for other roles. I just thought it was fun. That
3: whole scene, by the way, was super fun for me where they were listing the actors and stuff that weren't in the movies. Is that where you're going, Jonesy?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, in the alternate universe, we had like, Patrick Stewart as Gandalf, Liam Neeson as Boromir, Daniel Day Lewis as Aragon, Nicolas Cage as Aragorn, blah blah blah. But
0: a- Aragon, no, That whole scene Aragon. in the movie where they were saying it was uh,
3: Kevin Bacon was in uh, Kevin Baker was in Footloose and and things mm-hmm. like that. All the, all those different ones and Tom uh, they were mentioned in the Top Gun. I can see the world now. I can see the DC fans in the world going. Well, now you can't have that actor in that movie because that means it's set in this timeline and that means that. Uh, Tom Cruise can't actually be in Top Gun because that means... he Like like the uh, E.T. is in the Star Wars universe, which means Star Wars is set in our world because E.T. came to Earth. All that stuff, all those nods and winks. I can see there's people going crazy right now trying to trying to fix that in.
1: Figure it out. Because
3: well, there's E.T.'s in, in the Senate, uh, Jammer, right? In Phantom Menace, there's E.T.'s in yeah. the Senate. And E.T. Mm-hmm. has come to Earth, which means Earth is in the same world or universe or galaxy... As it really is right. a galaxy so far, far, far away. Yeah, Kyle off is
0: shaking the... his head vehemently. It's canon, Kyle. <laughs> Deal with it.
1: <laughs> well, Wait, so yeah, so then does that the... mean that Indiana Jones takes place in our world as well? Because there's that comic book where Indiana Jones yes. finds okay, yes. the hieroglyphs. Everything, everywhere, yeah, all at be... once. Yeah, all too understand Jesus. The, the difference
2: between a, a fun Easter no. egg and, and and something that's nope. actually nope. like on nope. purpose, right? No, for no. the broom kid? Shut I want to
1: know who the broom kid is. Is the broom kid is the broom kid somebody? I wanna know. We gotta find out who that kid is. <laughs> um so I gotta say this. For I've s i have I saw a couple of early reviews for this, and people were like, this isn't a Batman movie, this is a Flash movie, this is I never was happier. Then when a Michael Keaton was on screen and to the scene where he jumps out of the bat plane and the music is going and he's going down towards, was it Russia? or Where were they? Um,
3: they were in Sur- Siberia. Uh, so yes. Sur- Siberia. Siberia.
1: That's it. Okay. Siberia. Siberia. Yeah. When, when he's going down to um, the surface and then the music is playing and the bat plane is silhouetting, silhouetting the moon. I was like, I'm just like, I'm elated and I don't know. You could tell me, it's but not I'd a agree. It's not a Batman. It's not a Batman movie. He provides three fucking Batman in this movie,
0: but it's not a Batman movie. It's not a, Bat- it's not a three, Batman movie. He provides, It's all, movie. it all centers around the flash. It flash it's very yeah, much a flash movie flash. that listen, has Batman.
1: When I, when I tell you how excited I was every time, like one of those things happened, like even Batfleck to see Ben Affleck in action again, I really enjoyed that. Um, Yep. Those to me were my favorite parts of the movie.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. And they were done well. And they were done action. Care.
3: Michael Keaton mm-hmm. as Batman in this film was done with real care. And again, the attention to detail on that little thing like the silhouetting on the moon and stuff. I, I think that was what made it great. It still felt like a flash movie though, which I was pleased yeah. about oh, yeah. because I didn't really want another Batman film. I
1: don't I don't literally mean it. I mean it from the perspective like for me as a moviegoer, those were the things yeah. that I enjoyed the most sure. about this movie like even the scene where he's fighting um one of zod's minions and he's just like going at it giving his all um they really did a great job of making him batman again the only thing that i didn't like was their need to make him say the old lines again you want to get nuts let's get nuts uh yeah i'm bad like i I got it like you got to do the yeah. Batman one but there were a couple other things where I'm like I don't, I don't need this except for one there was one that made me laugh out loud and it was how much was it how much do you weigh um yeah I think it was how much do you weigh and he's trying to figure out how much they weighed so he, he pulls out the measuring the tape yeah that's
0: yeah. it
3: the measuring tape um, <laughs> back so utility. that <laughs> line
1: oh it was so good it's so good I laughed <laughs> so hard um yeah good stuff um, what did you guys think of Supergirl? Do we want to, can we
0: actually use this opportunity to transition into maybe the future of the DC universe? Because I think she plays a big part into that it. in my mind. Okay. So the future of the DC universe here. So I think.
1: Are we still in spoilers? James from Gunn. Think yes.
0: so. Okay. Because okay. that, that plays a part of it. Kind of. I mean, yeah. Okay. So she she I thought she was really great in this movie in the limited time she had. She didn't have a lot of speaking roles, but she had a presence to her that I thought really worked. And she had this sort of tormented aspect to her that seems to directly reflect exactly what James Gunn described when describing I believe it was the Supergirl series, am I correct there, that they're we're going to be getting, oh, getting in movie. the DC movie. Okay. Uh, I think we're probably going to get this version of the character. And this was almost like a tease of what that character is and a tease of her backstory. It's going to be a different version, but I would be surprised if it's not the same actor. But I think it really also highlights why he's not having Henry Cavill because he's really shifting the focus to this Supergirl, specifically this Supergirl. And I could see that as a way like this resets it on a timeline where this Supergirl is present. Um, and I think that's I think that's interesting, and I would be okay with that. I'm interested to see how she carries an entire movie. Um, but I think this was an okay like sampling of what we can get from her,
1: okay. Um, I agree one hundred percent about the presence. I think that she was really good um, just carrying that role and that weight. I thought her suit looked fantastic. Um, and mm. I thought that she did really well in the action scenes. So for me, as someone who is a Henry Cavill stan, to have him be replaced by her, I'm not upset. Like I thought she was a lot of fun. And I would like to yep. see how they deal with the uh the pathos, right? Because even though we didn't get a lot of speaking from her, we did get a lot of um we could see the anguish, right? We could see the torment. We could see like when yep. she got upset at Zod. Well, not no, I hate that word. Um, angst is a I'll, real I, word.
0: It it, gets, it, it lives is a outside real the word, connotations.
1: But I generally associate it with like teen angst, or I'm aware, yeah, like I'm Willow, aware. like Willow, the TV show, like angsty bullshit. Um, the feelings that I associate with her are for adults. She's an adult jammer. um Okay. So I I was really into that stuff, and I I do want to see where they go with this, especially with the way that they set up the storyline, right? So there's going to be presumably some guilt that she feels like survivor's guilt about the fact that Calo mm-hmm. didn't survive the process and they were both supposed to come here together. And she was specifically sent to protect him. And so I, I think there's a lot there. There's a lot of meat on the bone and I feel like she can carry that. So I, I'm looking forward to that as well.
3: Yeah, me too. I'll, I'll echo those thoughts. And again, because, because she did such a good job with that, I, I get because Superman, I think I've said before, is not one of my favourite superheroes because he's so immortal, uh, vulnerable not vulnerable in any w- which way or where. It makes him a boring hero. That's why I like Man of Steel so much because they came at it from the emotional point of view, not the physical. And so she's given that that feel that she can handle some sort of. Storyline that's not going to be about well the only way you can kill her is with Krypton etc cetera, etc cetera. boring 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 so I like that and they set that up well and I think she's going to be able to handle that very well so I hope that is the way they go is that they show the emotional conflict of being a Kryptonian on Earth not just a unkillable unstoppable alien which yeah. I always found boring about Superman and so I mean, the fact let she, me ask they, they lost
0: every single time
1: so.
3: yeah that was <laughs> you know, great.
1: there's a vulnerability um, there. So when you say a film are you saying oh well do you think that she is going to exist in the Superman legacy universe or we is this is different Oh I forgot about
0: that I'm not going to lie I completely I'm gonna assume now, yes.
3: Superman <laughs> <laughs> legacy
0: yeah I'm going to assume yo Ooh but
3: then yes. Superman mm. is not alive in 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 her world but then this oh, yes. well, again this I then, assumed, but it's a multiverse yes. You could almost yeah, do anything do on multiverse. I don't. I don't yeah, think exactly. it's
0: going to be a multiverse. I think. I think he's going to stick to one timeline for the foreseeable future. Because he's probably looking over the fence and being like, "It's not looking too good over there, Marvel." Let me go ahead. Yeah, yep. so right. here from basics.
1: <laughs> so here's my here's my question about that. Then, so resetting to the idea that we're going to be working with one timeline, no Supergirl as we know right now, Superman legacy. We also know that the other film that's coming out is The Brave and the Bold. And we talked about before, Andy Muschietti is supposed to be, or was at least rumored, to direct that film. How do you feel about this film that we got three concurrent Batman in? How do you feel about this film as an audition for a Batman movie? Oh God, jammer! What's that face? I uh,
0: well, the, my face was more less thinking about Andy Muschietti and more thinking about hopefully Batman Brave, the, Brave and the Bold doesn't have George Clooney playing Batman. That's that's know. where my mind is at. <laughs> no nipples. So back in February,
1: no. yeah, back in February, someone asked that specific question, and James Gunn said it'll be somebody new. So I think that this I'm sure he really said that. was. <laughs> I think this was, uh, what's his face? Uh, who's Jack Ryan uh, that everybody wanted to be fantastic for that I can't think of right now? Uh, Jack Krasinski.
0: Oh, John Krasinski.
1: Yeah, this was Krasinski um, in Multiverse of Madness, right? This was just like a throwaway just for gag, just for mm. fun. This is the thing that Kyle is upset that we pretend that we can't do. Um, I don't think that this was really that.
0: That is fair, um, but it looks like, by the way, this is more than just an audition. This is official. Andy Muschietti okay. is officially directing Brave and the Bold. Okay, for DC Studios.
1: So, an audition um, for us. So DC loves it. They love the film. They decide to give him another job. How do you all? So feel here's now knowing. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it because
0: he's going to be dealing presumably with a lot less drama um <clears throat> yeah, and sure. I, already, I imagine there's
1: gonna be some angsty team bullshit
0: i'm talking about drama behind the scenes and drama and probably oh, behind a, the production i don't part. know i don't know what you mean my point is he's he's already proven himself a solid filmmaker before this and i think i don't think this is going to be reflective of the movie, the type of movie that we're going to be getting. I think he very much was just like, this is a fun Flash movie. We're going to have a fun Flash movie. I'm going to adapt my style to a fun Flash movie. I think whatever style they go for, for Brave and the Bold, he'll be able to adapt his style to. Horror yeah. directors in the past have successfully proven they could transition into other genres as needed. So, Especially the I I did- on the members. whole, I would say, yes. I say this is, this is a solid calling card for this moving forward, and under the wing of james gunn i think will be more solid
3: yeah i agree i think he's, he's shown that he can direct action i think he can get the humor and balance right and just from this movie i think it shows that he actually cares about the characters and takes them seriously whilst having fun with them too so i would be happy to see him do uh, the bold and the beautiful okay
1: <laughs> um i think i think this will be the last question i have from you all before we move on
3: um so
1: before this movie, movie came out came again, again there, was there was lots of hyperbole, lots, lots of gaslighting about this film. This film. Uh, some, uh, some of, some of was it was to the tune. The tune of no one else, else played play this version of, the of Flash except, except for Ezra
2: alert
1: I am curious, curious what, you what you all think now that the reception seems to be a bit more mixed. Are we going to see him again as the Flash?
0: No, I hope not. I would be really. No, I mean he was fine in the movie. Like I think he did. Good job in the movie. I just yep. he he's got some stuff to deal with, and I think they just need to bite the bullet and move on. That's yep. that's all. I, that's where I stand.
3: Yeah, I thought he was good in this film. I thought he played both flashes, both barriers, really well. Um, but I don't feel it necessary to continue with him in the future after all that has happened. But I thought it would a good be
1: interesting. In- it would be strange to me if we got a new Superman, a new Batman, um, new presumably everyone else. And we're just like, we're still sticking around with this person. Same Aquaman. Same Aquaman. Same Wonder Woman. No Lobo. So we are. Question mark?
3: Shut up, Jammer. Don't ruin my day. I've we... had a good day at the He can do both because, because guys <laughs> not you, you guys, realize... that was
1: wait, when did Shazam come out? This year, right? The first one? I think 2019. No, oh, one. this one. This year, one. year yeah. Two weeks year. ago. We are three Gal Gadot cameos into this year. Isn't that Isn't weird? That weird? Two? Oh, you're right. You're right. That is weird. weird. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's strange. But that's no one's in anyway. the movie.
3: I know. It's so weird. <laughs> you're good, but just for a minute or two.
1: <laughs> Anything else you guys would like to say about this film before we move on?
3: Only that the hot dog man was played by the director, I noticed, as I was sitting through the I was
1: wondering credits. what that was.
3: Yeah. So the guy okay. that Barry steals get, the hot got, dog off on his way this. to the courtroom was Andy Muschetti. Yeah. Okay.
1: Is it the same person he steals the food from? There was another food stealing Snyder? scene.
3: It was the no, pizza no, no, one. No. I think you mean the pizza yeah. guy. And it wasn't the pizza
1: guy. No. Not the same. Okay. I was trying to figure out like, what is this? This is weird.
3: Okay. No. There you go. All Interesting right. cameo. You guys, ready? Yes, sir.
1: Let's do it all right so kyle we're gonna do a reaction to uh a trailer that 66 percent of us haven't seen
2: yeah no problem uh so uh jammer and i mean do you guys all have the link for the for the trailer yep set? i got it all right. so uh, I no s- i
0: wasn't set i i hold on oh hold on, hold, hold, hold on your self. one hold on your little self your little self needs to be held I on hold on how tall hold are
3: you? i
1: body size. 5'10. 510?
0: I'm
3: 5'10. a quest wow. on.
1: No, Jammer. I think Jammer you're 5'10, right? You're about
0: 5'10. <laughs> no, we're about the same height. No. No, I'm
1: 5'8. I thought Jammer
0: no, no, was the hobbit, not that I'm,
1: short
0: I'm, me. I'm sorry, but apparently I am. <laughs> Maybe you're lying to That's yourself weird. and thinking that you're 5'10. That's also possible. Well, it has been i I'm taller than
3: Wait.
2: Jonesy. What? Jonesy, are you are you airborne? No. You actually jump? You are no, no, okay, no. My He could have. He could have started out five <laughs> <Lost it. Yeah>. ten. <laughs> That's no joke. That's no joke. Pe- no, people in the army shrink. Solid five eleven.
0: Get out, you're out of it. Five eleven. No, no, you're, told si- you're si- I'm a short.
1: I'm Jim a short guy. Ready? God.
3: It's. Long, you were wearing
1: man. boots the first time we met. I was wearing flats.
3: Mm. I was wearing... Uh, Note for anyone watching or listening, talking, I was wearing other clothing, thing. not just boots. No. <laughs> <Nice> <laughs> I left the boots, boots. on
0: Nothing for you, else. big boy. <laughs> all
2: right, I I am I am ready. All right, then all I right. will start the trailer on go. You guys, okay. Uh, all right, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Wait. Ooh, ooh. Jonesy, do you have an issue?
1: I was trying to make sure my sound didn't bleed into you all. Sound
2: okay? Did are you uh, still no, going? Because no. I stopped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm good. I'm still going. Okay. Oh, I had oh. paused. Oh well. Did you? St- it's all messed up now.
0: Oh, do you want to start over?
1: I'm only 30 seconds in. We can start over.
2: Okay, Let's starting start over. Starting over, That's guys. Right. Sorry. When Jonesy said, "Wait, I, I." Hit pause. So, did I say wait? Yeah. Yeah. You did. Oh, sorry. That's, that's oh, why. No, I sorry. Exactly that wasn't for the you. Trailer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Once more with feeling, guys. Here we go. Three. I
1: thought we were reacting.
2: Right. <laughs> we. <laughs> we are. Sorry. I I will not stop it this this time. Three, two, one, Don't go. Don't stop. Okay.
1: I was there. Don't
3: stop. I was there at the dawn of the third. Day
1: this is an interstellar news network I'm, special I'm not report. a fan of this animation guys sorry war, what John if
0: Sheridan you president are. of the interstellar yeah. alliance is not as good many expect to be the last time
1: I don't need an interstellar alliance you're my universe Dylan I love you a friend of mine once said
3: the future Ooh. is all around us waiting this feels the so big I'm, I'm reacting
1: I'm moments reacting moments, to Jammer's reaction
3: this is, is just <laughs> such a moment it feels so big
2: fire this baby up oh something's wrong rod is a better word energy does this facility use tachyons oh crap <laughs> 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 what oh, uh, where the hell uh, I am. yeah yes i'm stuck that's not a good between <laughs> timelines <laughs> universe
1: realities <laughs> The longer you stay out Sorry. of your own timeline the more you'll start sliding into <laughs> parallel worlds so how do i fix it you have
2: to get oh, to sliding to parallel worlds that's a nice nice little uh losing the shot apart that
3: isn't your fault wait we lost the war oh this fits Slide. positive side at least we have a good view of the show eh? out of i hate this, is this guy
1: five. we are under attack
2: <laughs> do you know <laughs> our last
1: stand is? You just the that guy, guy with the hair. Activate destruct sequence. They all have hair. destruct sequence. Are you feeling all right? <laughs> this is Not like that. I'm having a bad is that a computer. I am totally. Oh, it's Zathras. Blown Zathras blown is
0: great. What are you talking
1: about?
0: It. Everything ends. I'm not afraid. Bring it.
1: John.
2: Who, Florida? Stay Bye, back. Florida. Moonfall That's happening again. I'm coming on. Oh. <laughs> as long
1: as I only hit Florida. <laughs> oh, no.
3: No one listens to Zathras.
1: No one listens to Zathras. God damn it. You look like someone in need of a friend. Friend. Disappointed Zathras is in this. I would pres- prefer Zathras. Is that the cover? That cover looks like action. Are they trying to mislead the masses? No, that looks very similar to what uh, Warner Brothers does with some of their, their cover art. They've done that quite All a right. few times. So, we've just seen the trailer for Babylon 5 The Road Home. Uh, This is going to hit digital 4K and Blu ray on 15 August of this year. Uh, Some of us had some very interesting reactions to it. Jammer, would you like to go first (laughs) and tell the people why you think it's a dog shit
0: trailer? It it just seems, uh, and this is kind of the problems I have with what it is. Rubbing out your eyes. I'm getting the exhaustion out from under my eyelids from watching this trailer. Um, (laughs) I I just, there's, there's, when you transition some properties from live action to animated, uh, sometimes I feel like you go into a broader style of storytelling. It's something that I feel like we got with What If, it's something that I think we got with Clone Wars. Uh, is Clone Wars, is that the right one? Yeah, I think Maybe. that was the right what, one. For what principle? Um, and like, you know, Star Wars Rebels and stuff, like those ones, they have this very sort of goofy and weird, wonky kind of like style. I just, A, don't like the animation style, and B, I feel like the storytelling style is more of like, of the animation persuasion that I don't think is fitting towards the tone of the property. And given, mm-hmm. I, yes, I haven't watched that much of Babylon 5, I do not see an iota of any sort of personality of Babylon 5 in this trailer, apart from the name and the character designs. It seems goofy and weird and just... As someone who likes Babylon 5 and is really invested in it, what did you think of the trailer,
1: Jonesy? Yeah. Uh, Not a fan of the animation. I was trying to find you, you made me think of something. So you brought up rebels. It reminds me more of the more kiddie sequel series that I did not watch. That I can't think of the name of right now. Resistance. So there was yes, Yes. fucking hate that animation style. And yeah, yeah, this reminds me of that. Um, Yep. So the point of what you were saying, so there's some context that you're probably missing. So those black creatures that were running around, those are shadows. And not not shadows like on the wall, but that's their name. They're the shadows. And I figure they in are context. far more frightening in the context of the show. And that transition, as you, as you pointed out, from live action to animation, they had to do more details. They had to make them more detailed drawings. And I don't like it as much. Um, as someone who like I feel like it's one of those things where seeing a, an evil character in daylight makes them less frightening than when they were kind of cloaked in shadows. Um, as someone, again, who is a fan of the series, I'm excited to see these beloved characters come back. Um, this, I I have hope from this perspective. Um Jay Michael Straczynski has been trying to get this franchise going again for a while, and yeah, I assume he's the one that wrote it. And if I if I can put my faith in someone that was able to create, you know, rising stars and Babylon Five, and write a lot of really good Spider-Man books, I'm hoping that he's able to, to just just drop that in here. But the animation itself, I'm not really a fan of kyle sent over the images when um the creator first said that the trailer was coming out and i was hoping that it was unfinished this makes it seem like that's probably not the case like this i think
2: it's got such a um so like it it looks too high quality for the the texture and lighting that they've got. There seems mm. to be like a complete lack of detail. You know what it kind of looks like? It looks like mm. high higher end early uh ruby R, uh, R-W-B-Y. Yeah. It looks like well actually end. you
0: you mentioned that too, uh, Jonesy. You yeah. you talk about Genlock. I think in the chat how it reminded yeah. you of that. Yep. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. And it also kind of reminds you like a lot of animated shows that we used to dub back when I worked at at the studio that I worked at, where it was like, as you mentioned, high-quality image, but like no texture. So it felt like you're looking at a computer animation as opposed to like a thing, an actual thing.
1: I I come to Straczynski Properties for the story. Even if you go back and watch, um, you know, the best of the best episodes of Babylon 5, the CGI is going to be shit. Uh, Some of the sets are not going to look that great but the story is what holds it together so that's what i'm i'm trying my faith in and hoping that this but did is, like the characters um,
0: seem like characters that you knew based on the trailer cuz to me they felt different they felt broader like it almost felt like i would be surprised so, if jms actually did this one because it almost seems like the style of animation dictated the style
1: of storytelling they were going for rather than the other way around so there are a couple of things to this. And so you let me know how many spoilers you want. Um, I have all, them all. That's fine. Okay. I'm not going to remember any Sheridan, of Sheridan in this story is unstuck in time. And not only is he unstuck in time, things have changed. Like you, you could probably tell, like when he said, we lost the Shadow War. So I can imagine that some of the differences we might be experiencing with these characters might be a change in circumstance. Right, they famously Hmm. won this thousand-year war, and so I am hoping that those differences that you're picking up on has more to do with the change in history than a a reimagining of who these characters are. Like Zathras is Zathras. Like you don't like him, but that is who that character is to me. And when you get to those episodes, like he he's fucking he's a he's a weird character, Um, but I enjoy him.
0: I always remember him in the opening credits when I'd walk into my roommates or into the living room. My roommate was watching it and they have the opening. And he'd go like, with his face and his hair. I'm just like, I hate that guy. It's so
1: weird. <laughs> so much fun. It's fun because, like, when he says something like Zathras warns, but no one listens to Zathris, the way that he speaks, he's talking about different iterations of himself in time. Or is he talking about like was that his the same
0: actual character? self?
1: Is that the same character, that beast
0: character at the end that was saying that? That wasn't the same yeah. character I'm talking about.
1: I don't
2: know who you're talking him?
0: about
1: then. Who are you talking about? Oh, are you talking about I'm the talking- hair like this? Yeah. I,
0: only, I did this several times when I was talking. I'm what sorry. are you talking about?
1: <laughs> you didn't do it quite like I that. And maybe I missed it. So yeah, uh, <laughs> you're supposed to hate him. I love him because you hate him. Oh, I know. Um, like, he's, he, so it, now, I'm sorry. Knowing that we're talking about Lando, Lando and Jakar oh. are easily the best parts of this series. Like, I'm and sure. that's kind of the thing that made me worry about the reboot because those characters, on their own and in their interactions together, were such lightning in a bottle for that show. I, I worry about how that's going to play out. Also, you've got like this um, Israel-Palestine kind of thing that was happening at the time. Like it's still going on, but it felt more fresh in the early 90s than it does now, uh, 30 years later. So I don't know how that will play today versus how it played then, which, you know, me being as young as I was uh, quite impressionable and made quite an impression on me. I don't know how that plays today, um, but I'm getting away from the anime and talking about the live action reboot that probably won't happen at this point. Um, but the animated version, we're getting both of them in this. Shakar um, does seem like Jakar. Um, I don't know that I ever would have called Shikar and Sheridan friends. Maybe, maybe mutual. Definitely mutual respect. Friends. Um, mm but yeah, we'll see. I'm holding out hope. Hope.
0: That's all we can, all we can ask for is holding out hope. Fingers crossed. I hope it is good and that it it satisfies you as a fan.
1: There's uh my, one of my favorite quotes from this series. There were a lot of quotes, but one of my favorites was faith and reason are the shoes on our feet. We can get farther with both rather than just the one. So I'm hoping that what I saw, um, yeah, it was, it's a fantastic quote. I love it. Um, I, I'm hoping my my faith in him as a writer um, will overcome what I saw with my eyes. So I'm worried about that. Especially, like, I laughed at that Tachyon thing way harder than I know anybody intended. You're not supposed to laugh that hard at, like, their <laughs> weird bullshit. Like, what's powering this thing? Tachyon's, oh, no. And, like, I'm unstuck in time. Like, it just... It seemed so weird, basic Star trek that I couldn't help but laugh. So, anyway.
0: And the delivery was weird. It was weird.
1: Tacky yawns! Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Anything else? Anything All else right. to say? Danny, what'd you think? Did you, I mean, are you interested? As someone who doesn't give a
3: shit about any of this. No, don't give a shit about any of it. Especially when it went multiverse, then I really gave even less of a shit than I gave a shit before Soon as it said multiverse, I tapped out, stopped the video, passed over, went and played with my yo-yo
0: And you still
1: like the oh. flash, that's interesting
3: I was wondering <laughs> what you were going to say Went and played with my,
1: oh, yo-yo, okay I don't think I gave my flash letter grade, did I?
3: You did, you we gave it B- a B. minus. Did no.
1: yeah, just making sure Just making sure, alright That was the quiz, there, we passed pass Wait, wait, where you go way to go um so folks thanks for listening uh if you like what you heard do all the socials like rate comment subscribe share we would certainly appreciate also lrm and the genreverse podcast network have other content for you on the website and of course on their youtube channel this show is produced by Cob Malone. thanks sir appreciate it uh and we will catch you on the next one hasta lasagna
0: don't get any on ya.